0: on this episode of war no damn experts winter isn't over and we talk with the new owner of montana's first ski hill showdown montana
1: Best damn podcast the best damn town you want to get up get ready to get down Number one podcast in Montana, We're No Damn Experts. I'm Rebecca Ingham. I am astonished. Number one, we're coming for you, Joe Rogan.
0: And I'm Maddie Salahazard. And we just want to take a moment to thank our listeners, subscribers,
1: reviewers, all of our fans. Thank you so much. We love you so much. And we're just steps away from a stadium tour. So be ready to buy tickets. And today I have the distinct honor... To introduce for We're No Dam Experts an international fishing model, a new mom, someone who has likely been skiing since they could stand, and the new owner of Montana's first ski hill, the gracious and lovely Avery Patrick. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. How are you guys? We are doing great. We're stoked. Number one podcast in Montana. You got to be a little nervous now. I am nervous.
2: I wish I wouldn't have known that. This is a lot of pressure. <laughs>
0: so, listeners, just want to let you in on a little secret. We recorded this episode on Monday, and today's Wednesday. And I thought that, hey, Jason can just do all his audio engineering. And he did do it, and it was atrocious. He was mad at me the entire time, <laughs> kicked me out of the office. So we're re-recording because the track that was finalized edited could be what Rebecca and I were just saying used the soundtrack for a Halloween horror
1: house. Maddie breathes so bad it sound I didn't know what I was listening to she says that's me breathing. I'm yes. like, "Oh wow." Well, so now <laughs> we've got one run under our belt and this time it's going to be even better. So Avery, I claimed you've been skiing since you could stand. Is that fairly accurate?
2: i can't remember when i started skiing i've been able to ski as long as i can remember um so yeah i think that is pretty accurate
0: you've been skiing since you were born and are yes. you are you gonna follow this tradition with your new newborn baby that you just had in 2020 have they gone skiing yet
2: yeah we have a three-month-old cal and patrick and we actually did take him out on the slopes this last weekend in the backpack but He made his first run down the Golden Goose, so we're pretty excited. So
1: he's a pro. Yeah, and I think they make baby skis. Do they? Oh, they make baby skis. (laughs) (laughs) He'll he'll have them (laughs) as soon as he can stand.
0: (laughs) Okay, because when my daughter saw a snowshoe, she wanted those immediately, and we didn't have kid size. (laughs) So now that I know that there's baby skis, she's going to want that. Do you rent them out at Showdown?
2: We do. We have really small little skis and boots, and they are so cute, and you should definitely come up and rent them.
0: I want They're a, awesome. I pretty much just want her for the outfit because I want to dress her like an evil ski villain and have her rule showdown. So, I love it. So, Avery, I know you guys have been busy there. We had a snow patrol champion tell us about business last week.
1: Rebecca, how many did he say? So I was visiting with this amazing Great Falls Ski Club member, 1,800 visitors on the one day he was there.
2: People were backed up on the road. Is this true? Are you being inundated with skiers? You know, we have had a great year. We're having some busy, extra busy weekends, especially those Saturdays. So it's nice uh, if you're thinking of coming up, come up on Sundays to spread that busy those busy days out a little bit, but we have had some great days. You know, we did have um not enough snow to open the weekend. We wanted to open, so we had to delay our opening for a week, which is never fun. And then we were closed a couple days because of that windstorm. So those days closed are always a bummer. But yeah, we've had some great weekdays. You know, we usually have PE kids on the weekdays. Those numbers have been down a little bit due to COVID, but we're starting to pick up with school kids again, and it's been a great season so you may
1: have picked up on it listeners avery said there was a delay to open because they don't make snow at showdown no it's that's
0: what you guys put on your social media
1: we wait till the skies open up and the white stuff falls to the
2: ground and that's what you're skiing on at showdown pray for snow it all comes from the big guy all natural snow it is very good snow up there um, we do haul snow from the parking lot to our beginner area and we call that snow making but that <laughs> happens pre-season and <laughs> that's about all we do and i don't in think that's snow snowmaking. that's well relocation <laughs> it's a snow exactly. relocation effort
1: and maybe the construction of an environment yeah yeah environmental
2: right making yes so (laughs) when is your
0: when is your normal season that you open
2: Uh, We usually try to open like the first week in December, first or second week. So we were hoping to open December 11th, but we ended up opening December 18th. And then you guys typically close sometime in April. Our last day of the season this year, actually due to Easter, is going to be April 3rd, a Saturday. And it is going to be a very fun day up at Showdown because it will be the last day of the season. And we're also going to have our pond skim that day. Tell us about the pond (laughs) skim. You do not want to miss the pond skim. You should probably (laughs) try the pond skim. Well, you'll have.
1: (laughs) It sounds like
2: something I might be able to do
1: because I can't ski and there was no skiing in the term pond skim. Well,
2: there might be a little skiing. You, um, we build a pond out in front of the lodge, and then after skiing on Saturday, so you can ski all day. You can come up and take a lesson, have a nice day, and then go out front of the lodge and watch people come down the hill and try to skim across the pond. And some make it, and some don't. <laughs> so I think I can do this. If the
0: goal to entertain the crowds is to fall into the pond, which is how deep again? It's
1: like three feet deep. It's not very deep. Okay. We have yeah. li- We have lifeguards. Okay, good. Thank, yeah. thank goodness. If it's not very deep, how wide is it? But
2: probably like 10 feet wide and then like... I think we could oh. sponsor an athlete no. for the pond skim. But Avery, you're scared of heights too, aren't you? Uh, Yeah, I hate to admit it, but yes, I, I
1: am scared of heights. <laughs> I only know this because
0: when we met initially, Avery... It was because you guys were having a styled photo shoot for your wedding venues that you have there, too. And then yes. the photographers go up on the ski lift up and down, and you went down on the chairlift?
2: Yes, not... Not willingly, but I did ride ride the chairlift. Going up isn't as scary. It's still not my fave, but going down is terrifying. But the shots we got from those wedding photo shoots are just amazing. So I guess it's worth it, but not my favorite.
1: You're at a completely different angle going down. It's got to feel like you're going to fall out the chair. Because there isn't any safety harnesses.
0: So when I did it, I buckled my backpack to the chair and then I buckled my backpack to me. So I was somehow connected with plastic. If you're going to have your wedding at Showdown, where is the ceremony and the reception held?
2: Um, We have lots of options and people have it in different places Um, but we do sometimes have weddings at the top of the mountain Uh, sometimes we have them right out on the deck at the main lodge we've had them part way up the magic carpet um, like our beginner area out in front of the lodge so really whatever the bride and groom or couple is feeling up for that's where we can host it
0: so would you cheer lift all the guests up if the the wedding's at the top of the mountain and then cheer lift them down
2: we have done that before, oh, and they goodness. can ride up on the chair lifts, and then sometimes they'll walk down, uh, just depending on, <laughs> on what kind of guests are at the wedding and what people are. Up I always for. thought an outdoor winter wedding would be gorgeous. No.
1: Oh, I was- the pictures
2: are so beautiful from this photo shoot. Oh that yes, we got. they did an awesome
0: job, but. I'm not walking down that hill either. <laughs> you could roll. You could roll down the hill. Yeah, if maybe I'll just bring an inflatable tube and then I'll there, just yeah. I'll just surf down that way.
1: There so, Avery, how many different runs are there on the hill? And the reason I asked this is because my husband and friends got into a Very heated debate a couple weekends ago about who was the better skier from 35 years ago. And they both claim to be the best skiers today, knowing they neither one of them have skied in over 30 years. So they're naming off runs from the from the mountain. And we had a little kid that's in your ski league saying I
2: don't think that run exists today (laughs) so oh my goodness so well we have we have renamed a couple runs over the years so that could have been part of the debate but we have 36 different runs on the mountain and one of the best things about showdown is it's broken down in a pretty even divide between advanced runs the black diamonds and then the blue squares and the green circles so there's an awesome breakdown for families you know some people are more advanced some like the intermediate runs some are beginners our mountain is has a really nice breakdown with a little something for everyone
0: all right so if i'm coming from let's say pennsylvania since we've had a lot of inquiries from pennsylvania recently and i've never been skiing
2: and we don't
1: know what the elevation of pennsylvania is so acclimate first i come
2: to showdown who's going to teach me to ski We have an awesome ski school. We also have a rental shop. So you don't need to worry about bringing skis from Pennsylvania or anything like that. But we have a great ski school. We have a really good setup for beginners. We have a conveyor belt right, right in front of the lodge. That's great when you're very first starting out, and then we have a little chair lift called the Sluice Goose Caboose, and it goes up to
0: wait, wait, wait. <laughs> it go... Mental note: Sluice Goose Caboose might be the name of the episode. <laughs> I think that's a I great episode.
2: Yeah, it's so I it's Sluice Goose Caboose, okay. which takes you to the top of the Golden Goose. Okay. <laughs> so. It's It's pretty fun, and we have um, little painted animals in the trees that kids love to find and stuff like that. Darn it,
0: Avery! No, what about the adults? Makes you're making it. I'm at the kitty table. I'm at the kitty hill. I'm at the kitty. I'll be the
1: first to say it. That sounds like a blast, (laughs) and I am not a child. And I think. I would love to be a part of the finding animals in the trees.
0: Break my Trust neck me, it works
1: when we're teaching adults, too. If
2: you say, all right, ski down to that moose and we'll meet you down there.
1: What,
0: I always say ducks are geese and geese are ducks. I know there's the difference between them, but if, if that is used for direction, I'm uphill. Or we'll I'm, well, I'm actually sure, downhill skiing. So. We'll
1: just make sure there is either a duck or a goose, not both, so you don't get confused.
0: Love it. <laughs> we had a video on our Facebook recently that we asked, What's your showdown personality? And it showed two outdoor enthusiasts. Well, one's an outdoor enthusiast, Christian, <laughs> who's been in a lot of our photo shoots. He's doing the snowboarding and he's doing the jumps and the bumps and whatever tricks and thrills there are. And the person behind him is doing the same thing. <laughs> But not of the same level.
1: (laughs) No, like every every run, because I watched it. Truth be told, I don't watch a lot of our videos, but the fun ones I do in this one. I laughed so hard because whoever followed Christian fell face first, twisted and landed in a pile. It was just amazing. Yeah, they sent me about 20 videos and
0: I only used maybe eight. So there was was plenty to choose from. I had to remove the audio on some of them because they didn't know they were handing those videos over to tourism. Because, because, hey, those were some... Those
1: are some tumbles. We keep it family friendly here. We do use the word dam, but that's only in reference to to the dams on the river that create hydroelectric power. So
0: Avery, well, do you I, see that stuff out there a lot of different different levels just kinda together and you you laugh at from when you watch or do you are you not allowed yeah, to laugh? Yeah, of
2: course. And and that person probably made Christian look a lot better. So you definitely need those people out on the mountain too, and I'm sure someday he'll be as good as Christian if he keeps trying.
0: I don't know if you need those people on the mountain.
2: You know what? There We
0: should do a different version, Rebecca. Okay. We should have the original one of Christian, whoever followed him and fell. And then it can be progressively worse. And then I'll go. <laughs> you'll be <laughs> the end. No, you will. Then you'll be worse <laughs> than me. That's a good plan. I've never skied. Well, so maybe I should go last. So I'll close it out with the, the worst ones there. But Ava's probably just laughing at us because aren't you like the greatest competitor of the bump off challenge that you guys have every
2: year and you won it last year? Oh my goodness. I did win it last year. We definitely need more female competitors to enter this race every year. There are so many boys in all of our events and not enough girls. So I'm hoping this year we get some more female competitors in our bump off.
0: Let's sponsor Rebecca.
2: (laughs) She's still going to win if that's the case,
1: (laughs) (laughs) but I will, I will ask. Were you the winner, and there was only one female
2: competitor? There were a few more, okay, but not not many.
0: Wait, Rebecca, is she? She's trying to find some holes. (laughs) So, just wondering. It does not matter. She won it. It doesn't matter how many people against it. She had the title (laughs) because I'm gonna let you know this. I won the Tobacco Road Marathon in 2009. I don't know what that is. It's a full marathon. Held in North Carolina and yours truly in my category won it. Wow. Please don't look into the details. We have
1: a runner. (laughs) We have a runner in our midst. We had a runner? (laughs) (laughs) No.
0: Now we have the remnants of it. So don't take that title away from her. Don't dig away from the
1: Well, we're proud, (laughs) but come on. It's women's history month. Let's rally women. Let's get you entered to the showdown bump off competition that's the brock
2: stokey one right yeah that's coming up this weekend it's also tacky attire day so you can do the bumps in some really fun outfits and it is really not as scary as it sounds it's a really like family friendly day really fun it's not that big of a competition it's more fun
0: i'm gonna let you know that the good idea a fairy just appeared and she wants you to host the uh Brock Stoke bump off condition but do it in a red carpet style and who wore what or what what did they oh. wear and so mm-hmm. you're going to judge the tacky attire but i need it filmed in that kind that of That would
1: be fun. So, like e entertainment style. Yes. Today on the red carpet, we have what appears to be a woman in a T-Rex costume.
0: you love it. Do the people wear the T-Rex costumes during the bump-off, or is that during the other crazy competition?
2: They wear them during the bump-off, and it is oh my- so <laughs> <laughs> funny.
1: I'm telling you, that's something to see. This is great content for you, Avery. I mean,
0: <laughs> please listen to this good idea fairy, and I'll like that, that video, there,
2: okay? There are definitely prizes for the best tacky attire. Well, biggest question. What are you going to wear? Mm. I don't know yet. I usually pull it together pretty last minute, but I'm thinking a skiing cowgirl, something along those lines. We'll see.
0: You guys have these fun competitions. We mentioned the bump off. And then you also have the mannequin jump,
2: which yes. So what is the details the... about this? Cause the mannequin jump is awesome. It is the weekend before we close and it is, uh, sponsored by the Great Falls Ski Club. So coming up this year, it will be on March 27th. And this event is also after we close, we build a huge jump out in front of the lodge and people build mannequins. And some people work on their mannequins for months and months before so we're the are jump. <laughs> so we're already yep.
0: behind on schedule. You're
2: already behind, but you have a couple weeks. And uh, you haul your mannequin up to the top of the jump in front of a whole lodge that is full of people and <laughs> you send them off send them flying off the jump and there are some really fun mannequins there's people have built like little minions people use fireworks people use green ooze people fill them with candy so we've seen we've <sighs> seen a lot over the years and it is an awesome awesome event and what are the rules for this event
1: there and are no rules.
2: The rule is there are no rules. No, there are there actually are a couple rules. Um one rule is the hammer test. So you hammer have time. to be able to hit the mannequin um with a hammer and it can't say ouch. So if a human being is hit by a
0: hammer and I keep I'm your t- mouth shut. <laughs> we're good then exactly (laughs) (laughs)
2: um and then you also have to the mannequin has to be on skis or snowboards so we can send them off you know they have to fly off the jump Mm -hmm. um and then you have to tow you can have people help you but you have to tow the mannequin to the top of the jump so you shouldn't make it too heavy and then the One of the last rules is mannequins named George are barred from competition. (laughs) What? (laughs) What do you have against George? Well, George George is my grandpa, and he owned the ski area before... Before my mom and I and husband Bought taking it. over this year, so no mannequins named George. <laughs>
1: oh, okay. Well, you know, you could make an ugly mannequin named George, and that wouldn't be a good, you know, representation. Yeah. Yes. Memorial. Yeah.
0: Pa- yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I I yeah. would. Can we also no have mani- a rule like no George. no
1: mannequins named Marty? Like, <laughs> sure. Don't think you'd <laughs> really that. have a problem with that rule. <laughs>
0: yeah are there people that judge this like how do you win do you just do it for the heck of it or is there a prize yeah there there
2: are categories so the categories are biggest fad air distance um crowd pleaser best of show and best yard sale and the great Falls ski club they have the judges and they determine the winners that sounds like such a blast
1: do you auction it's a, off?
2: It's a very distinguished panel of judges. Oh, it's I'm sure. Official. I've
1: met some of the people on the Great Ball <laughs> <Ski> Club. It's <So, laughs>
2: all distinguished. So is yes. there a way to auction off a judge seat? Mm. Um, we'll have to ask Andy Farron about that. He would be He'd be the guy to ask.
1: Avery, my co-host has a history of trying to leverage... Her power into my, areas. my all power <laughs> and I what have. we have what we have found is people are willing to say, yeah you open your checkbook and start writing and and we'll tell you when to stop yeah. got it, you gotta do what you gotta do I mean that would be <laughs> awesome to say you did this, I mean,'cause sandy in episode five said I could be a mermaid I mean <laughs> oh, Jerry also told you you could ski back country,
0: yeah, there's a list of things I'm gonna do, <laughs> so
2: Love it, Nana can jump. Judge. <laughs> this is
0: like it seems like a really relaxed atmosphere at Showdown. Is is that always the case?
2: I think so. Yeah, we're definitely a little down home ski resort in the middle of central Montana.
1: So, as Montana's first ski hill, when did you guys start?
2: Uh, the ski hill started in 1936 um, by the Great Falls Ski Club, and it was people who were in the nyhart area they were coming up uh, looking for good consistent snow and they found it on porphyry peak and so showdown one of the cool things about showdown is it's been operating since 1936 which means it was able to stay open during world war ii and a lot of the men had to leave the area uh you know either to go to war or something along those lines but showdown was able to stay open and that is how we are the oldest continually operating ski area in montana oh, what an awesome claim to
1: fame yeah
2: pretty well, cool we love
0: claims to fames here
1: and yes, at showdown do, It's not just skiing. You have a lodge there that besides the rental shack, you've got some other fun things inside, which this year a little bit different because of COVID. But, you know, eventually it's all going to come back like the saloon and other things that make it
2: a good ski experience. Yeah, we have, we have a lodge. You can come in, warm up, get a hot cocoa. We have a latte bar. Um, we have a cafeteria that serves some good food. And then like you said, we have a saloon during regular years. We have music on Saturdays in the hole in the wall saloon, but this year we haven't been able to do that, but looking forward to getting back to that next year. And then what days are you closed? Cause you're not open seven days a week, right? Yeah, we are open Wednesday through Sunday. So over Christmas break, we are open for a, a long stretch. There, open every day, but then our regular schedule is Wednesday through Sunday, plus those Monday holidays of Martin Luther King Jr. Day and President's Day. Okay. And best deal in the state, we have thirty dollars lift tickets on Thursdays. Holy crap!
1: Wow.
0: Woohoo! And you guys have that other deal, the one that I saw the billboard on about
1: on March first. Is it that you? Can- the one time only, one time. year deal
2: what is yes sorry Our super duper season pass sale is annually on March 1st. This year, it was $299 for adults and $199 for juniors. And it is good for the rest of this season and all of next year. And it is a one day sale only, your only chance to get it. And it is just, it's a fun day. It's a good sale. So we have a lot of people excited about it.
0: So is this why like Canadians flock to you when the border is open, they just come down? I mean, that's yes. that's crazy cheap. Well, Yeah, we
2: get a lot of people from Lethbridge, um, that area. They come every year. The staff knows them and looks forward to their visit. So yeah, we do get some Canadians. It's pretty fun.
1: Well, and $300 I'm rounding up as an adult yes. for the rest of this season and all of next season is insane to me because there are places you could go in the world, in the Northwest region where that wouldn't even cover your day on the
2: slopes. Yeah, it's it's an awesome deal. You have to come six times to pay for it. And then everything else after that is just gravy. So we had our biggest sale ever this year. It's just people are so excited to be out on the mountain I think with COVID this year and, you know, it was just a rough year, people were just really looking forward to skiing with their friends and family and people have adapted really well. There's a lot of tailgating in the parking lot this year, which is so fun. You walk through the parking lot (laughs) at lunch and it's just like fun energy and music and roasting hot dogs and all sorts of stuff. So people are just happy to be skiing and happy to be out on the slopes. I could tell you, I could get down with the skiing
1: idea if, if I'm the tailgate host. Well, we, when we talked, we
0: did this first recording, I said, I'll go skiing. I'm going to go up the hill, <laughs> fall down it, and then I'll go up again. And I'm going to stay at the building on top of the mountain. What's that one? The Is it a cafeteria
2: too? Yeah, we have a top, we call it the Top Rock, and we serve food up there on the weekends, but it's a, got a good view, and it's it's fun to hang out up there. I'll just hang out there the rest
1: of the day. I'm so not cool. going to go <laughs> on a weekend. I'm just going to say that the less people looking, the better for me. I'll go on a Wednesday. Why? Why do you ask? Because they're closed Monday and Tuesday, and i May not be good, but I want the best conditions possible for my experience. Yes,
2: Wednesdays are sweet. Like, exa- for example, this week it snowed um, over six inches on Monday and Tuesday. And, of course, we're closed that day so that powder sits untouched until Wednesday morning. So we call Wednesdays powder Wednesdays, and the skiing is typically pretty fun.
0: I never get the ski jargon, the pow. pow. And I get some pow, 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 pow. Correct.
2: Is crushing it a
1: thing? Yeah, crushing. That's, yeah, it's a thing. Is stick it
0: or stuck yeah. it? No, that's gymnastics. Send that's, it. Yeah, whatever the kids are saying.
2: <laughs> you'll, if you come up and hang out at the top rock, you'll pick up. You'll pick up some, oh, some swag.
0: Okay. Yeah. I know that you guys also have another event because we add all of our showdowns, Montana's events, onto our website, and there's something on New Year's Eve that you do. <gasps>
2: Oh, yes. Our torchlight parade and fireworks. I think Oh, I can't pick a favorite event, I guess, but I really love this one. So everybody hangs out in the lodge until it gets dark. We have food and drink specials. We have live music. It's just a fun. Everybody's hanging out. And then as soon as it gets dark, they go out to the main deck again. And we have our staff that has been hanging out in the top rock. They light torches and ski down the front run With which is called big seven them. so has there any been there been any incidences there actually hasn't been can you repeat that but- no there has not been any incidents luckily but sometimes when staff is feeling brave we'll try to like spell out the number the number of the year it's turning into in our torches or something like that but sometimes we just do a pretty s down the front of the mountain what kind of rehearsals do you do for this event yeah no rehearsals what's just (laughs) they're that skilly they are that skilly Sometimes we draw it out on a whiteboard up top, but that's about it. This is the plan. (laughs) Don't mess it up. (laughs) And then if you fall or get behind and get out of order, you're called snake poop. (laughs) Because there's a snake going down the mountain. There's a little torch hanging out back there. And if that happens, you're supposed to put out your torches. (laughs) Oh, okay. So it's shameful.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Don't be snake poop.
0: Yeah, don't be snake poop at the
1: torchlight parade.
0: Avery, we have this fun thing we do in Great Falls. It's called the Great Buffalo Hunt. And we have buffaloes all throughout our city and the surrounding area where artists have decorated ceramic, or excuse me, fiberglass, life-side buffaloes. They have painted it, put their masterpieces on it, and then it's covered with the same protectant that a car would so it can withstand the weather. On our website, we have one that is listed for Showdown, and it is called... Montana Ski Buff, but if you go on our website, which is visit GreatFallsMontana.org and you search Great Buffalo Hunt or go under
2: Uniquely Great Falls, it says that the buffalo is currently roaming. We need a picture of your buffalo. Yeah. Okay. I can do that. We love our buffalo. Do you get
0: a lot of questions about it? Because, you know, listeners, we have a lot of them in towns. Two of them are in residential areas, and then we have one at Showdown. So when you go there, And you haven't seen the buffalo that are in Great Falls otherwise, you're going to think, this is a quirky little
2: place. (laughs) Surprisingly, we don't get too many questions about the buffalo. I think it's just been a part of Showdown for so long that people are used to it by now. But, uh, no, we love our our skiing buffalo. So we're going to need a picture
0: of it, and we'll put it in the show notes. If you don't send me the picture... I'll just put it in the show notes that you failed to do so. I'll... Oh, no. Actually, <laughs>
1: she could just go up and go skiing, get some lessons, and get her own photo. You just Oh, I like that idea. Laundry
0: list. Or you know what, Avery? When you share this episode of the podcast to your
1: followers. Oh, maybe one of them will share a photo. You can solicit it and say. Photo of
2: the buffalo. Who's got a good one?
1: Yeah, and end up as a celebrity
0: on a page. So just a reminder for our guests, the events that are coming up at Montana's first ski hill, which is Showdown Montana, we have the bump off competition, which is March 13th. The mannequin jump, which is March 27th. And then the pond skim is going to be April 3rd. So if you're in the Great Falls area during December to April time frame and you want to try your hand at skiing, Showdown is where you do
1: it. And even after they close, there is still snow on the mountains because it's nature you can still go (laughs) skiing and backcountry skiing even although the lifts aren't operating it's still open for recreation so
0: listeners our retention rate's pretty high so avery you told us a funny story yesterday yesterday or monday we're gonna need you to repeat how you got out of ski school so that it can be included on our podcast and then we'll wrap up this episode
1: i was hoping you would forget nope (laughs) no this is the best story i have ever heard yes Uh, and the desire for hot chocolate is even impressive so avery tell
2: us how you used to do this Well, I love to ski now, just to make that clear, but when I was little, we'll say five or six, um, I had to be in ski school every weekend. And I learned if I just cried and said I wanted to go inside for some hot chocolate, they would just give me hot cocoa, warm me up, and send me right back out to the slopes. But I figured out if I peed my pants, that I was done for the day and got to hang out inside and play with toys and drink hot cocoa so unfortunately that became my go-to move and I am sorry to my ski instructors <laughs> who had to mom's deal with like... me at the time but now I'm a good skier and love to ski so oh. thanks for sticking with me I think,
1: it's, uh, I think it's funnier the second time it is. Avery's oh, mom's probably
0: like darn it she's at it again take the gallon of water away from her <laughs> Your poor mom. I I think (laughs) my daughter would do the same. And I'm pretty sure uh, Rebecca can attest to that, too. So we really want to thank you. Got
2: to do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) We want to thank you for dedicating two hours with us or, you know, whatever, uh, this amount of time to record this episode twice. We definitely know our listeners are going to want to reference it when they're thinking about coming to Montana and experiencing all of our outdoor adventures. So thanks again. And we appreciate you being on Montana's number one podcast.
2: Awesome. Thank you
1: guys so much. Have a good one. Thank you. And to our listeners. We can't wait to see you in Great Falls soon. Bye-bye. Bye. We are No Damn Experts is the recorded claims from Great Falls, Montana, covering what you need to know about this amazing damn town. Damn, that felt good.
0: On the next episode of We're No Damn Experts, we release part three of the Native American Influence and Culture in Great Falls, Montana, the conversation we had with James Parker Shield. So stay tuned. Warno Dam Experts was produced by Great Falls Montana Tourism with original music from the best damn musician, Joel Corda.